0: In the last two years, especially during the pandemic time, we were kind of forced into a slowness mode. And when we were going through that phase of pandemic, it looked as if people will be revisiting uh, this being slow and would continue in most of the cases. To be very honest, what has happened after pandemic is a discussion which we have to do now and we have to see how things move on but when it comes to that kind of slowness or teherao as we say in our day-to-day life is something which we want to take up in today's conversation.
1: Welcome to Thirteen. Thirteen is a podcast about being and creating. In this podcast, we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday. Here, we interact, read and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create. Your hosts for today are Prasanna and myself, Shandesh. Let's get started.
0: Chantish, to be very honest, I am kind of a little bit disappointed, you can say, because during the pandemic, I thought that we all, including myself, will get some time to reflect on our lives, to see at our own pace, uh, like from a third angle or like a fly on the wall, as we say, and then maybe take appropriate calls. Should we really run behind various things which we run behind or should we slow down a little bit? But I'm saying disappointed because I Myself, don't see that. I see I am again coming back on track uh, in a way, in a track or I don't know, or off track, whatever it is. But that tara or slowness is at times there, at times not there. So the life which I thought would be as much mindful is not as mindful as I wanted it to be.
1: Absolutely. And I think it's a very important topic that we are bringing up because I am also sharing that same disappointment. Uh, as you are and the disappointment is not with the world outside but perhaps even with me and let me give you an example for what i mean by that because last week i think joe biden the president of the united states said that we are out of the pandemic two days later or three days later united nations also sort of declared that we are getting out of pandemic and when you hear this news there was almost a sense of Uh, relief. Relief because obviously we are getting out of these difficult times and the uh, uh, pandemic what we have experienced. But also in my own mind the construction was that now there will be a little bit of freedom. We can get back to normal. Normal being, the pace can increase. And suddenly it hit me when we were discussing of this topic a few days back that What happened to all of the slowness then? So that you think that that's abnormal, or you think that you want to get it to this rut, or you're kind of accustomed to it so much so that you really want this pace. And I started looking at it in that mode, and it was slightly disappointing. But to be fair, we need this pace to run the household in the simplest of the terms. Because if you don't have that pace, how will the work get generated? If the work is not generated, how will you pay your bills? That's the bottom line. So coming from that standpoint, I do understand that it is ultimately necessary to move and get that momentum in the capitalist world that we live in. But at the same time, Prasanna, maintaining that slowness within is very much important. And that started invoking this question of Therav and the whole topic sort of started also coming together, I feel for me.
0: No, I completely agree with you and I have, uh, I fully agree that when it comes to keeping the show on, uh, the things which are required are required. There is no doubt about it, whether it is in terms of work, commute, travel, all those things are there. The point is, how can we still be detached with the, uh, you can say, goals to a certain extent and when I say goals, I'm looking at the continuous non-stop search which we have for results or the attachment which we have for getting something achieved immediately looking at the result i think that is what brings that uh, uh, pace which takes away the slowness and if we can detach that then we still do what we are supposed to do there is no discount on that but we will be able to have a more mindful living and more meaningful living.
1: How can we keep this detachment? I'm not sure if this is the answer, but one thing which suddenly comes to my mind what occurs to me is 10 years ago I was in Delhi and I used to work there. I lived in southern part of Delhi and worked in Gurgaon so I used to take the yellow line and take the metro uh, to work. And always on my metro r- ride, uh, obviously 4G was very new so all these apps, Instagram and scrolling through Facebook and everything was not so much as it is uh, uh, rampant today. But uh, uh, in that mode of anxiety was always there. You are kind of anxious of things. You are reading news. News feed was always on. And a lot of things would be preoccupied. So even on your metro ride, I used to be jittery. And around that time, uh, Walter Isaacson's biography of Steve Jobs had just come in. And I had uh, got the Kindle version. And I used to read it on my little phone screen. I did not have a Kindle device also back then. So I used to read it on that little phone screen. And that was my pause point. So even in the crowded metro line, so if somebody is from Delhi, they would realize on the yellow line in the mornings how crowded it can get. And you you, you would try to, as soon as you enter next to the door, there is that little niche where you would want to scoop out that space and stand. So you stand there and you start reading that book. And I have read that entire biography, which is, by the way, in paper format, about 800 pages uh, on that ride in that couple of weeks span. So every time, one way, about 20, 25 minutes uh, on my way to work on the way back. But what occurred to me with this reading is that actually it allowed me to disconnect in a way Mm -hmm. while using a gadget. And there was a bit of pause. And as soon as you get down off the metro, you are completely fresh and ready to get on to the work. And then again, when you're back, it was a way to unwind myself. And I felt like that was a very interesting thing. And that got me uh, into this mode of reading. And after that uh, reading of that uh, biography, there were other books and everything started. But I think sometimes finding your pause moments within the rush is very much necessary, which we tend to miss out.
0: Yeah, so I think this as a, uh, one of the, you can say technique or trick can work very good when we look at pausing in in between on a, in a conscious way to pause and take a breath and see why are we running and what is the context behind it. Yeah, I mean, in the
1: metro, there is no need for me to be anxious and be jittery about the work that I'm going to encounter an hour later. I can simply disconnect and pausing. One way is escaping using social media and there is that fine line where you want to read a book, are you escaping that also one might say, but maybe not. And there is that fine line which you can only understand based on your experience, I think.
0: Yeah, and that act can be anything. It can be reading book or anything, observing a tree or whatever it is, but Mm. or as simple as taking a pause to consciously take a breath, like breathing consciously that yes. itself can also be a powerful way because many a times santesh if you see in today's world we don't even stop for taking or inhaling and exhaling for a moment so even that <laughs> can become a powerful way so that can be one and the other thing which we uh, which came to my mind when having this conversation is somewhere we think something else is more important than what is there right now so And that's what we did during the pandemic also. So during the pandemic, because of the kind of stress which was there everywhere, the problems which were going on, the world was in a complete trauma, we realized that mindfulness, well-being and all those things were important. And suddenly we were focusing more on many people started doing yoga, they started uh, having pets and there were several things which were happening in the world. Suddenly people started doing meditation, etc. And now something else has become important. So... In both the cases, something else was always important. And in reality, we know that nothing is more important than something else. So, it's all mm. uh, everything or nothing. Mm. Actually, it reminds me
1: of one of our earlier podcasts when you had brought up the word priorities. That there are multiple priorities, whereas in English language dictionary, I think there is only a single priority. You cannot have priorities as as a term itself i think is flawed or something yeah right?
0: the word the word priorities got introduced just a couple of centuries back previously it was only the word priority priority so, yeah yes
1: and so i feel that every time you are doing this you also want to do that when you are doing that you want to do something else when you start doing that something else you want something else and then you come back to this so every time you are doing something you want something else and the idea is that this is not enough Whereas I think what you have right now is the right now only. Whatever else that you think you have is only in the memory, either the memory of the past or something that is about to happen and in anticipation that is there, but it is not happening right now. So what is happening right now is the only priority, I think. And what is happening right now is the running of our show. The life is happening right now, which we
0: seldom catch on absolutely and i uh, uh, in addition to the two three things which we discussed uh, whether it is on uh, focusing on taking a pause or looking at things from a priority standpoint uh, i think having a kind of rhythmic schedule in our life whether it is uh, particular act of spending time with ourselves as we have discussed in the past also the me time part it can be like just making a cup of coffee for oneself but having that kind of ritual makes a lot of difference because whatever is happening like you are busy with presentations you have submissions to do you have meetings to attend you have functions to organize but still you keep that 10 minutes in a day for yourself irrespective of what is going on in the rest of the 23 hours 50 minutes i think that can be extremely powerful
1: which is a very important thing because starting tomorrow, 1st of October, the sort of, I think one of the artists, I don't recollect the name, uh, who coined this word inktober, which means you ink uh, during the entire month of October. You basically take a black pen or any pen and you sketch something, you doodle something, take a pause to ritualistically do one sketch every day and then see throughout 31 days of October how you kind of evolve. And I find that very much rooted in a very pragmatic sense, very similar to the concept of what we do as mindful journaling. In fact, even I'm planning to kind of take this up as a exercise and see where it takes me. Uh, Whether it improves the skill of sketching or not is secondary for me, but allowing myself to take a pause at least and be with my notebook, my pen and myself and nothing else. And I think that really allows you to take this pause. So something like you said, ritualistically doing is very much important. And coincidentally, if we want to start something, if our listeners want to start something, then obviously is is a way to do. And if you're not listening on 30th of November, how does it matter? It can always start from right now, any which way.
0: Yeah, I think absolutely. And we can find some more things about it by maybe Googling if you want to have more structured way of doing Inktober. I have not heard about it, Shanti, so I will definitely try to search a little bit about it and put yes. start in my own way. I am not good in sketching and drawing, but I will use it to maybe write a few lines uh, every day and be absolutely. aware about it.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. And I will put the link of Inktober uh, in the description as well for our uh, uh, listeners to kind of... Uh, navigate and find if that interests and take some action in that direction if they aspire to. At that note, I think we can complete our conversation for today. Thank you so much for listening.